Hi, this is Frank Muller, and this is Is It Right or Is It Easy? You can follow us on our website, right-or-easy.com. Just click the show button in the top left-hand corner. You can subscribe or unsubscribe at your pleasure. You can also listen to us here on our podcast, Is It Right or Is It Easy? on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and other podcasting platforms. Today's conversation is about choosing a financial advisor, but really we can expand that in choosing anyone who is going to provide us with advice. Investment News published an article that touts the Securities and Exchange Commission's approval of a FINRA rule, which is the regulatory body for broker-dealers, and this grants investors access to that FINRA database in order to perform background checks on prospective financial advisors. And, And on the surface, this public service certainly makes sense, and I see no reason whatsoever for a reputable advisor to fear this. What I hope, though, is not lost on investors is that this is just the first step in a larger process of evaluating those we would trust for sound financial advice that places the interest of us, the client, over the interest of the advisor and or their firm. Often in abstract life situations, we're able to employ binary decision-making. Basically, is it right or wrong, simple or difficult? In the real world, many decisions simply are not that simple. Effective decision-making is about establishing a process by which facts are collected and then framing the right questions, more on that later, in order to ascertain which decision is best. This is the first step, and it is why the easy path is not the one the wise tend to travel. They tend to choose the path which is more difficult for it requires deep thought, analysis, prayer, fact-checking, referral validations, verifying credentials, patience, and many other rocks and pebbles on the road to wisdom. What we tend to try to do is to find the easy. Who do I know who can help me? Um, What neighbor can I turn to who can tell me what to do? Therein lies the challenge. See, when we seek to hire any professional, whether that be a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, or an architect, just fill in the blank, we struggle to know what questions we should be asking And that's natural, and it's normal, and it's okay to admit that we don't know what we don't know. Sure, it's great to 
hop on the internet and look for instances of malfeasance or malpractice in this particular person's backgrounds. But however, there are thousands of financial advisors, advisors whose backgrounds raise no concerns. Does that mean, though, that they are right to provide us as individuals with financial counsel? You see, the way I see it is the second step is finding a Sherpa to guide us. We should engage an expert, even if we have to pay them, in the field we are searching, in this case, financial planning, to learn what we should be searching for and which questions we should be asking. See, it's, it's like asking one doctor to tell us what questions we should be asking another doctor. Getting an expert to frame the criteria by which we evaluate a professional also helps us understand the facts necessary for reaching a valid conclusion. Importantly also, seek the advice of a Sherpa from people other than close friends and family members. And this is important for two reasons. Notably, one, we should not hire whom we cannot fire. Seeking the advice of a truly dispassionate professional who ideally knows there is nothing in it for them, helps us get closer to the truth. Secondly, when we approach people with whom we know only by prestige and reputation, we do so with our own intellect freed from personal attachment and bias. And their self-interest is set aside ideally for charity and goodwill. We can then begin to hear truth, not just seek truth that conforms to our emotional feelings. Sherpas admittedly tend to self-select because if they do not see self-interest, and turn us away, we may already know they were maybe not to be trusted anyway. Good and upright people seek to help others and are especially keen to point people in the right direction. See, a good Sherpa will know they may not get us for a client, but they have dramatically increased their odds that they get a referral from, of all people, a non-client. This is a Sherpa who is truly wise. Third step, get the questions right is half the battle and well worth the cost in time and, if absolutely necessary, the money. 
The third step in evaluating the suitability of an advisor is to frame the questions to prospective advisors in a manner that reveals the information they will need to give effective counsel. An advisor may be brilliant in one area, but it may not be the area where you need advanced expertise. Knowing the right criteria to consider helps us understand which facts are the most essential in determining whether an advisor is the right fit for our goals. This is sitting and pondering deeply and precisely the kind of virtuous person we are searching for and exactly the skills they need to bring to the table to meet our needs. So FINRA is starting a perfectly appropriate conversation by providing this basic elementary tool. But we who are in the advice giving business can offer our clients and prospects a far superior service. We can perform these background checks ourselves and disclose more than the law requires. We can outline the proper questions to ask any financial advisor and showcase all the information that clients must provide in order for any qualified advisor to render good advice. This places us as advisors in the role of both a Sherpa to guide those with whom we have no self-interest and also aligns our practice with the achievement of our clients' goals more so than our own. As reputable advisors and advice givers in any particular vocation, this government-led solution provides a great opportunity for us to demonstrate to our social circles what a true professional does. This level of transparency is an ally and not something to fear. So whether we are prospective clients or purveyors of advice to them, let us align the interest of both to the accomplishment of the thing that is most important in a person's life. May peace be with us all.